podcast listener, welcome to the Living Better Podcast, where you will get to hear stories, secrets, strategies, and tips to help you lose weight, get strong, and feel amazing. For more information about the Living Better Podcast, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. All right, Living Better Podcast. I am Coach Jay. I am here with... Coach Heidi. And we are going to be talking about how to deal with soreness. So we're in the middle of a challenge right now where we're doing a bunch of workouts, so 12 workouts specifically in 12 days. And uh, the folks that have been taking part in the challenge are getting very sore. This is just These are a lot of sort of general tips that will apply whether you're doing a challenge or not. But there are some very specific things you can do, uh, some things you can take or eat, and then specific ways that we focus on recovery. So um, let's start with some things that you can do to help deal with soreness. Yep. First and foremost is get moving. Uh, I like to think of it as hair of the dog or kind of breaking the seal for the day. You want to get those first few uh, squats or lunges or whatever moving, whatever body part is desperately sore when you roll out of bed, make a very concerted effort to get those moving first thing. Yeah. So like you're, you know, you did a 500 squats yesterday. Yeah. Your legs are super sore. One of the best things you can do is actually do a few squats. <laughs> More squats. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it's better not to just sit there and yes. wait for it to pass. I, to do something. As I was learning, I remember I was so sore in the first few months of CrossFit and coincidentally, it was during the 12 days mostly that every single time I would go down the stairs or up the stairs, I would relive that moment. At least if I did the squats first thing in the morning, I was slightly less sore in those instances. So it it pays off throughout the day, not just in the morning. So getting moving, you know, you're saying like go for a walk, doing some squats, uh, showing up the next day. Yes. Show up to train no matter what. Uh, Even if it were to be something beyond soreness, come in. We can scale a workout down. We can give you some modifications if it's beyond uh, something that we can work with. And really, we can take the intensity down. You don't have to crush it every single day, but I promise you, you will feel better if you get moving. Yeah. Um, And yeah, really just just doing something. Yes. So, uh, So getting movies, number one. What's next? Number two, taking up some salt bath. You know, it might be a little bit old school, but Epsom salts have a ton of magnesium, which is also great for recovery. So dump a few cups of Epsom salt in a nice warm bath, maybe some nice aromatherapy oils, whatever your jam is, and soak. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've actually been doing this myself. One kind of bonus tip that you can add there is uh, you could try taking a cold bath. Right. It's very uncomfortable. Brave. <laughs> but, uh, very uncomfortable. But if you if you do it, it will help with soreness. It'll also help you sleep a lot better. Yes. Right? Uh, what's next? Next would be uh, one of my favorites, soft tissue mobility. So whether it's smashing with a lacrosse ball, having your buddy step on your quad or your hamstring, or like yesterday, our traps, some sort of soft tissue work will pay off. This is this is what most people think of as like foam rolling. Yes. Right. But we don't we rarely use the foam roller because it's not really <laughs> hard enough. Uh, so we'll use a lacrosse ball. We, yes. We'll, you know, it, it actually works best when you're working with somebody else mm-hmm. because, like, if for example, I'm smashing on your calves, like with my bare foot, I can feel where you're tight and kind of spend yeah. some time in there. And I'm probably going to hit it a little bit harder than you would do yes, by yourself. Absolutely. Right? You call that a super friend. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, grab your spouse and just say, hey, you know, can you help me with like my calves are really sore. Yeah. Can you help, you know, knead them out or whatever. Um, 
this is good for something after a workout, not yes. necessarily before a workout. Yes. Right. We, we sometimes will do it before just to loosen things up, but you don't want to spend a whole lot of time like getting super relaxed before you're about to amp it yeah. up. If you're going for heavy weights, the last thing you want to do is wind down. Yeah. So yeah. just, you know, if you're intensely sore in one particular area and it's preventing you from say hitting a good position, then yeah, maybe hit it a little bit, but yeah. you don't want to wind down. Yeah. So we, we tend to, when we do it in class, we'll smash a little bit and then we kind of slowly kind of warm you up, get, get you back going. Yep. Um, it's also good right before bed. Yes. Because, you know, just kind of releasing that will help you sleep a little mm-hmm. bit better. Bigger muscle groups, especially. So get into your glutes and hammies, maybe even, you know, mid back feels really nice pre bed. Yeah. Um, so kind of going along with that, uh, a massage. Yep. Know, paying somebody, paying a professional to do it. <laughs> right. Um, this can be a little intense if you're spending 60 minutes with somebody yeah. and they're really getting in there and you're super sore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will obviously feel much better afterwards. And again, after a workout, don't go get a massage and then come straight in thinking you're going to throw down for your next day. Yeah, I've done that. It's not a good idea. <laughs> I think you got a lecture <laughs> after doing that. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, so those are some things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about some things that you can sort of eat or take? Uh, first off, lots and lots and lots of water, uh, often with a pinch of salt or electrolytes if you are sweating profusely. Make sure that you are fully hydrated so your muscles can move, so your muscles can recover. Yeah. Uh, we say electrolytes, not Gatorade, no. um, not sugar. <laughs> so like I'll, I'll in the morning, I'll tend to have like a full liter of water with salt and um, mm-hmm. And lemon juice, just so that I can like stay hydrated. Yeah, because I I tend to sweat quite a bit. And then, um, you know, if I'm having a post workout shake or you know whatever, I just have a lot of water throughout the day. And I and I do notice on the days where I don't have the water that I'm much more sore. Yes. Yeah. You may all you may notice this. I don't know if you had a lot of alcohol, <laughs> right? Then you're you know kind of drains you of some of that yeah. water. You are much sore the next yeah. day. Um, if you have worked out recently. And a little quick test you can do actually, if you take the little fold next to your thumb and forefinger on your hand, if that skin doesn't exactly rebound very quickly and looks like a parched little desert, when you pull it away, if it doesn't snap back quickly, you're probably a little water. dehydrated. Get on that. <laughs> yeah, I need to yeah. drink more water. <laughs> Give it a shot. Um, next is uh, magnesium and omega-3s. So, we, uh, so you mentioned taking a, an Epsom salt bath, yes. uh, soaking yourself in a little bit of magnesium, but also taking magnesium. Um, I personally find that magnesium helps me sleep a lot. Yes. Uh, and I get, I sometimes get crazy dreams as well. Yep. Um, the, uh, the omega threes, you know, I mean, it's a fish oil. Yeah. Ideally, what you're looking for is decreasing inflammation. So anything you can do to decrease that, whether it's just eating super clean or again, supplementing, I often double up my omega-3s, especially during the 12 days because I just feel like I need that little bit of extra boost. And I felt that that's kept me more or less in line. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're really talking, like you said, about inflammation. Like, yes. You know, your, your soreness is, is a form of inflammation. You may kind of feel this in your joints as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's why we tend to uh, recommend that people eat more of a meat and vegetable, nuts yes. and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar diet. Yep. Because it is less inflammatory and you tend to recover a lot better. And if that. on that note, if you're eating something that's blowing you up this time, it's not going to feel great. So yeah. consider reeling that in as well. Yeah. So – uh, yeah, so if you're doing a post-workout beer, 
<laughs> not so great. Uh, but we do recommend something post-workout. Yep. Uh, I would say post-workout shake or meal no more than 30 minutes after you are done working out. So as soon as you're done, something in the range of 20, 30 grams protein and some carbohydrates to really replenish the stores that you you went through in the workout. Yeah. And it's it's a little harder to actually eat a meal, I yeah. find, because I'm not hungry as, yep. as soon as the workout's done. But if you have a shake, uh, you'll find once you start eating the shake, it's like, oh man, I really right. use this. And it's you won't necessarily notice the benefits immediately, yep. but over time you start to notice like when you have the shake, you tend to recover a little bit better. When you don't have the shake, you don't. Yes. And, yeah. and with that too, there are a lot of targeted things sometimes in those shakes that often can give you a little boost. Some of the BCAAs, stuff like that, that yeah. some of the supplements will give. Also, bonus, you don't have the lead time of sticking something in the microwave or going to Chipotle to get that meal in your body. Yeah. So, But better to have something than nothing. Better something than nothing. Yeah. So like if you're going to lunch right after the workout, great. Like, go, yep. you know, go straight get some to food. it. Yeah. Um, so those are some things to do. Those are some things to eat and take, but really like when it comes to soreness and workouts in general, the goal is to recover as quickly as possible so that you can train again. And yes. the more often you train, the fitter you're going to get. Right? Yep. So uh, let's talk a little bit about recovery. What are the things that we care about there? Uh, really your ability to bounce back is dependent on sleep. In my mind, you know, if you're chronically tired, if you're running the candle at both ends, right? You have busy life, busy job, you come in here and you beat yourself up in the gym, you're actually not going to get as much from your workout as you would hope. You're not going to get necessarily as fit and as strong as you would. You won't adapt as fast if you are not sleeping and giving your body and hormones and everything that you need to time to interact. Yeah. Right. So when you talk about when we talk about adaptation, what that means is like your muscles adapt to yes. the stimulus. So mm -hmm. if you're, you know, doing a thousand push-ups or something like that, then your muscles have to adapt to the fact that, oh, now we're doing push-ups a lot. Yeah. Right. And so you start your muscles will grow or they'll you right. know, get they'll uh, develop better endurance, et cetera. Um, this these really are the the reason you train is mm -hmm. to make your body adapt to a stimulus that's gonna make you fitter. Yep. Right. And so it may adapt by losing fat. It may adapt by uh, gaining muscle. And most of that adaptation happens when you sleep. Yes. Right. It's, it's so, and, and there's actually been studies that found that most of it happens between 10 PM and 2 AM. Power hour. Yeah. Those, yep. are, those are the times that you produce the most growth hormone, mm -hmm. uh, which is a naturally occurring thing. It's not just a Barry Bonds thing. Yeah, it's not just roads. <laughs> um, that you produce the most growth hormone and uh, recover the fastest. Yes. It's also interesting because that hour um, going into sleep, if you stay up past 10, then you start to get wired. So bad. And you end up staying up until midnight or yep. one or two um, because – Stuff happens during that right. time, whether you are asleep or not. It's the time your body naturally wants to wind down. I find if I miss that 10 o'clock window, as you said, either I'm up until midnight doing something or I try to go to bed and I just stare at the ceiling. I, I cannot uh, force my brain to wind down. So That's not true for everyone, but it, yeah. is, it is a sort of a general thing. Mm -hmm. um, so second thing to help recover is… Eat enough food. Yeah. Now is not the time to be on a diet. Right. 
definitely uh, don't restrict yourself in terms of if you're sticking to, you know, some weight loss goals or something of that sort. Uh, within the 12 days specifically, because you are training every single day, not taking rest, it is important that you have enough fuel so you don't just gas out. Yeah. One of the one of the key tenets of uh, nutrition that we like to talk about is eat enough to support your training, yes. but not enough to gain body fat. Yep. Right. So, you know, if, if you're doing something like this challenge or if you're doing a lot of weightlifting, you need to need, you need mm -hmm. to eat enough to support that. Yep. Right. Um, and that doesn't mean just go hog wild. I mean, like you can't have Twinkies and expect to get yeah. a lot of results. They don't even make Twinkies anymore, do they? I Oh, that's a good question. I don't yeah. know. Uh, well, you can't have pizza every day. I'm sure there are cases results. and cases of them that will never expire. <laughs> that's right. Um, but if you're eating nutrient-dense food, by virtue, those are going to be calorie poor. So if you're focusing on lean proteins and vegetables, it is very hard to overeat. Yes. Make sure you do get some starch in there. So I'm not saying go out and pound a loaf of bread. But if you get a little bit of rice or sweet potato or something like that to keep you um, fueled in your muscles fueled with all that glycogen, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you got to eat enough. And what we found, what we've been told and what we've experienced <laughs> during this challenge is everyone's a lot hungrier. Yep. Right. You're lifting all these weights and you're doing it every day. You need to eat. Right. right? If you so. get home and you realize you're about to eat your fourth dinner, oh, why did I do that? And you look back and realize you lifted somewhere in the range of 7,500 pounds today. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, and then the last thing when it comes to recovery just a re-emphasis on hydration. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's been said that most people walk around dehydrated. Yep. And and they uh, don't know it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so, you know, when it when it comes to hydration, the electrolytes do matter, right? That's why they're taking the magnesium. That's why the salt. Uh, you can over drink water yeah. and still be dehydrated. Yep. As uh, Diana so kindly put it you don't want to be running to the bathroom multiple times. So if you add a little pinch of salt or some lemon, something like that, it'll actually stay with you and not just keep flushing through. Right. That's what you're looking at. Right. So uh, just recap, you know, there's, there's some things that you can do, like get moving, soak in a bath, uh, soft tissue mobility, and actual massage. Um, some things you can take, like drinking lots of water, magnesium, omega-3s, and then the post-workout shake or meal. And then just general recovery, um, making sure that you get enough sleep, mm -hmm. eating enough food, and again, making sure that you're drinking enough water. Yep. Anything else to add? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, we're going to have a smash party. Yes. So uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Living Better Podcast. For more info or notes about the show, head on over to CrossFitHale.com slash podcast. See you next time.